Well, hello there, Blair Kaplan Venables and Bosco Anthony here. Hey, Bosco. Hello. We're on uh, vacation on location or is it yeah. location on vacation? Yeah, I think Both. it's vacation on location. Depends Both. what time of day it is. I'm, uh, I'm camping right now in Logan Lake, British Columbia, um, small town awesome. outside of Kamloops. So my connection's not the best. So you might hear me freeze. So we might actually have the Zoom call uh, issues that we normally get, don't we? Yeah, but um, yeah, no, I'm, uh, Shane and I were supposed to go to California um, to see a rock show in the desert. Um, nice. Super fun. We went last year, but obviously that was postponed. And so instead of going to California and the American desert, we came to the interior desert of British Columbia. Is it the same feeling? No, but yes, it's different. <laughs> Vacation feels like vacation, except um, didn't have to cross any borders and I can still, you know, I'm still not um, using roaming. <laughs> fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Um, What's yeah, going on winter, with you? It's winter time here. So I'm in hoodie weather. It feels like I'm in Vancouver all over again. And yeah, uh, yeah I'll probably be taking some time off, but mostly in the cabins or the mountains or something. We'll see. Uh, and some beach time. But yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to some downtime as well in July. Um, so how's your week been work-wise? Yeah, so where I'm camping, there's Wi-Fi, but where my uh, camper is, there is no Wi-Fi. So I've been right. doing the whole like split activity where I, on vacation, go sit at the office right now where I'm at, do my work. Right. So I've been working in chunks, doing just what I have to do. Um, but my week's been great. I went to uh, surprise my in-laws for Father's Day in Kamloops, did some hikes, got to spend some time with the family, which is really nice. Right. And this right. week I've just been fishing and reading and napping and working. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. F Father's Day, I just learned something new. There's different dates for Father's Day in Australia. Their Father's Day is celebrated in September. Uh, but my dad, my dad's in Canada, so we still did the digital Zoom love, which was kind of cool. Um, but this Sunday, actually, Father's Day, um, uh, I also was part of a very creative panel. And I wanted to share with you because Ron Maxine Cunningham, who's also the CEO of Pick My Brain or Pick Up My Brain. Um, and so she basically wanted to have different perspectives on, you know, the conversation about racial equality. And so she had different people from different parts of the world, um, a lady in a wheelchair, a transgender man, myself, and an African-American gentleman um, to share our perspectives. And it's the first panel that I've been on where we were asked to just change the name of our Zoom to our first names and have a video and it was really cool because the theme was humans are humans and so they wanted us to have a perspective um, and talk about our struggles and our um, you know our thought processes but only have a voice to start with and so the theme was to get the audience to hear our voice but not see who we were and it was really cool because halfway into the call we were then told to turn the video on and actually show our faces um, and, and the engagement was just, you know, through the roof. And so I'm, I'm actually excited to share the recording uh, because it was a very interesting experiment. But it really just, you know, really kicked something into gear that at the end of the day, we're all humans that sound the same. Um, and, uh, and so this was a really creative panel for me. And I was like, oh, I got to share this with Blair. I got to actually, I got to bring this up on our calls. So uh, probably one of the most creative and awesome uh, panels I've been in. Everybody came with a lot of care and respect for each other and uh, you know it, 
we can and have the ability to have a conversation without uh, hurting each other. And so that was a really cool takeaway. And, and I think you and I have been perfect examples. We've come from different walks of life, different, uh, different backgrounds, and we can still have an entertaining and fun conversation. Um, and so I think, you know, there's hope. There's definitely a lot of hope and there's definitely a lot of um, positivity that, that is coming from this as well. And I know sometimes the news, we focus on, on a lot of the, you know, the sad things and the negative things, but I'd like to be a little bit optimistic and say that, um, you know, that panel really gave me some more inspiration to, 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 look at the, to look at the world at a different lens. I think that's awesome. I love that idea. Hopefully one day I could be involved in a panel with that level of creativity and inspiration. I think that's really awesome. And like maybe once you get that link, you can drop it below and absolutely or share it on your social so people can check it out. I look forward to watching that Bosco. That's super rad. Yeah. It sounds like you had a very productive week. I have been on my tan and you were working on humanity. (laughs) I have been working on humanity. Actually, it's been funny because we've been working with different people around the world with the launch of the Grace Wine Guild. And uh, it's interesting because, you know, we all have all these like ideas and, 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 and enthusiasms. And so, you know, it's been a, a positive week and it's also taught me that sometimes, you know, it puts a lot of perspective in the things that matter. Um, I was going to ask you a question. So you and I are both in the, in the service space. We work with clients, we mentor them, we coach them, we do work with them. And, you know, this is our 12th podcast. And so I don't think I've asked you this question, but what's the big lesson that you've learned this year pre COVID and then COVID, and then, you know, maybe it's entering the second COVID era, but what have you learned? Um, and, you know, something that you didn't know about yourself or about the clients that, you know, is, is something that you've taken with you this time. Yeah, well, I mean, in the fall, I really, you know, with my husband having a heart attack and quadruple bypass surgery, that right. Shane almost dying brought me back to life right. and helped me reprioritize what's important to me um, and reminded me what my values were and I, I should be guided by them. And I know we've talked about this going mm-hmm. into COVID. Um, like Shane and I had been practicing quarantine <laughs> basically since October. Like we've been safe at home um, while he's been recovering. And mm-hmm. so those, those lessons just carried into the, the new era. And I think I still need to be driven by values. I'm not driven by money. And I think it's important to be driven by experiences and passion. Um, I've had opportunities come my way that have not been a good values fit. And I think, a good reminder from what happened with Shane and like just what's going on is like, you only have one life. Like, what are you doing with your spare time? What are you doing Mm -hmm. with your work? Is it meaningful work? Are you making a difference? Do you love what you do? I mean, I launched a book. I started writing a book when it wasn't a pandemic and then I launched it in a pandemic and we're still in that pandemic. And Mm. it was a passion project and the whole time it never felt like a chore and I loved it. I loved every process, uh, every bit of the process so I need to have that passion with everything that I'm doing. Right. What right. about you, Vasco? Uh, you know, I, I think I've learned the attachment detachment theory a little bit more. And, and so, you know, I've been spending a lot of time trying to understand the type of mindsets that I work with. And, you know, there's the different types of mindsets. There's people that really want success. They really want to grow but sometimes they just don't have the bandwidth or they don't have the capacity 
to, to, to pay. And sometimes I feel like, okay, you know, I'm a little bit further than them and I have to sort of like wait for them to catch up or bring myself back to kind of help them get there. Um, and so what I've learned is that the, it, it's powerful to learn how to attach and detach with clients as well, because sometimes you have to health, you know, in a healthy format, detach before you can reattach again. And sometimes, you know, as much as you are passionate and you get too attached, sometimes you need to learn to detach from that because, um, you know, you, you want more than the client does, or you're more passionate about what the, you know, what the client's values are. And sometimes they're not there yet, or they're not at that level yet. So I've learned that with certain clients that it is healthy to, to have some time, some space, and sometimes to revisit things. So I've learned to package my, um, my business around attachment and detachment, you know, whether it's month to month coaching or if it's, if it's taking a break in between them as well, or sometimes just giving them space to get there. And it's interesting because the more I learn to detach, the more the client gets to attach, which is an interesting sort of ebb and flow. And so it's been, uh, it's been, a, it's been a, a good lesson to learn in business, you know, and speaking of the pandemic, you know, look, we're, we've got some new cases coming in and there's, there's sort of the sentiment that we might be getting into a second wave. You know, we're starting to see hints of uh, economic depression. A lot of companies are still, you know, having layoffs and everything else. And people aren't comfortable with going back to work. Uh, people are not comfortable being out in public. You know, I think they surveyed most Australians and about 50% of them don't want to go back to work. They're not comfortable with it. Sorry, I was on mute because the wind's blowing. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I think it's really interesting too, cause you're going into winter and we're going into summer. So we're in British Columbia entering phase three and right. you know, Shane and I are both considered high risk. And so we're camping, right. but we have lots of space. We wash our hands rigorously, rigorously. I, mm -hmm. you know, been wearing a mask. It's just really interesting about this. And I think what's happening is some of my clients or clients that I was going to work with who put me on hold who want to work with me now is they see that this is just a new way forward and that we have to learn to adapt and evolve and grow while there is this pandemic going on because the world keeps turning. But right. I think we all just need to be kind to ourselves. Let's be gentle to ourselves. Let's not be too hard on ourselves. Also, right. do we really need to make as much money as we did before? Because I'm not traveling as much. Like, you know, I mean, every business is different. I have very little overhead. I'm okay mm -hmm. taking on I'm okay if I make a slightly less more mo less money right now because I'm not paying for those extra vacations. Like mm -hmm. I want to come to Australia, but like, am I able to hop on a plane in February to come to Australia? I don't really know what's going to happen. Right. It's true. And it's so true. I think, I think it's putting a lot of stuff into perspective for people. And I think, um, I think some of my clients that went quiet are, are some of my clients who paused me and went quiet are now starting to ramp up again because they see that they've had to adapt to move forward in this brave new world. Right. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, speaking of, of making sense of this whole pandemic era, I think the biggest theory is, is that we're re-engineering and redesigning life. You know, it's forcing us to change our narrative and and you know i think we're adapting i think people have have sort of i think it was a bit of a novelty at start to be in isolation and i think it was it was a bit different for people but there's a lot of you know people that have have learned humans are very resilient as you say you know in your in your i am resilient project we, we've learned to be resilient we've learned to survive through this pandemic and you know it's going to be a great story to tell 
our future generations long term. But, you know, I feel like people are really forced to look at how they live life, how they spend their time, money and resources. Um, and more importantly, you know, making making better decisions for the future, healthy decisions, wellness decisions, you know, relationship decisions as well. So I think I think this is this has been it has been a meaningful pause for many of us. And it's been a meaningful time for us to look at the lens a bit differently. Um, and I think that's also another reason why we've seen all the tensions around the world and, and the voices uprising, because I think there's been a lot of sentiment that we've all felt that has now, um, you know, that has now come to light because we've actually a lot of room for this perspective. And, and it'll be interesting to see if we would have had the same events this year, if it wasn't. Right. So speaking of vacation, um, how often uh, do you take some time off? I mean, look, we work crazy hours. Um, we've woken up at really odd hours of the day to, to do with the gigs we do and speak and travel and everything else. And, you know, tell me about your vacation habits before this year and, and now, you know, how, how has that changed? So my business is turning 12. Wow. And um, a couple years ago, I went on a rock and roll honeymoon with my husband. I was yep. facing burnout. I uh, got rid of most of my clients and went on vacation first time I went on vacation without my laptop or an iPad, I literally checked, checked out. Right. Since then I've been on a few vacations, but I've had to do work. And I think the happy medium for me is I can take maybe up to four days off. Right. But I could take more. I don't know if I need to or want to, because the thing is what I do really fuels me and inspires me. And there's some things that if I find that they're a bit draining, I will pause while I'm on vacation. Like, no big deal. Like, you know, if I had a beach vacation planned to a warm beach destination, I normally need a few days to sit down, decompress, like turn my brain off. But usually right. after a few days, I feel reinvigorated again. And then right. I get inspired to take pictures and content. Like my brain is always thinking. And right. if I feel like I need time off because I'm burnt out, then I take it off but vacations like right. i'm at a campground in the middle of british columbia on a fishing trip right. and right. i'm working but i'm taking most of tomorrow off all day saturday mm -hmm. and all day sunday yeah they're weekends but what is a weekend when you're an entrepreneur really i try right. to take weekends off but or i use it to catch up on other work canada mm -hmm. day is wednesday and yeah. it's a stat day and i will be taking it off for most of my clients and using it to catch up on something that i'm a bit behind on right so i think i mean a vacation like I think vacations are just different when you're an entrepreneur and sometimes you really need that time off. But I mean, it's also right now it's like, I need to also make income because there was a pandemic mm -hmm. is a pandemic. My husband's not working. Mm -hmm. I don't really have the luxury to pause all my work. Right. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, like you, you know, I'm in year 18, I think now close to that in the business. And, um, I think for me, there was a switch uh, a couple of years ago where I started realizing that I was fall falling in this sort of traditional pattern. And this was before my TEDx talk where I was busy doing a lot of things, but I wasn't focused. 
on the outputs and I wasn't focused on, you know, you, you run into this thing where you, you're, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, but what are you really busy about is, does it have focus? Does it have priority? Or are you just in this pattern of wanting to create a tonality of being busy? And, bus- and so, being busy, sorry, like being busy is not a badge of honor. Like, no, it's not. It's and like that's this, the problem. It's like should. Like, stop shooting yeah. all over the place. Stop busying on yourself. Yeah. And so, and so I had to like completely, you know, like I, I went through some, my own personal sort of introspection and I was like, okay, I need to switch this. And, and, and that's really why I'm able to mentor people is because, you know, I've switched from rather than being busy, what are you focused on? What are you prioritizing on? And so, that takes a lot more energy and that takes a lot more uh, mental stimulation and conversations with yourself. And then I realized that you end up being less busy and a lot of room for other things, you know, the soul, the heart, the mind and, and health. And so I ended up um, making this sort of commitment to myself where I create many vacations within a quarter and then I would still take some vacation time, you know, annually as well, maybe once or twice a year. And I, I would try to take about two to three weeks off because I f- found that it took me a week to decompress from my actual state of work mind. And then I actually felt like I was vacationing in the second week. And then I, by, the, by the time we got to the third week, I, I didn't want to rush coming back because I was in this ebb and flow of being relaxed. And so I found a three-week pattern, you know, the, the healthiest pattern for me. And so I would make sure that I prioritize that at least once. And I think I went once on a, on a three-week thing and I ran into you at the airport when we were heading to Maui. And so... You know, what I've learned is that um, it's really about it's really about giving your mind breaks and allowing yourself to create that state of relaxation. And, and it doesn't have to be a, a tropical vacation. It could even be long weekends or working a four day work week, you know, and then taking a Friday off and attaching it to your weekend. But but yeah, how we vacation is important because how we restore our mind is just as important as how we stimulate it. Well, that's just like working no, out, right? You're not supposed to have a leg day after a leg day. You got to work no. hard and then you got to rest so your brain can yeah. you know, recharge. Yeah. So yeah, so focus was the main thing and, and just learning about changing, uh, changing my, my to-do list to my priority list and, and what my focus is on. And having really high output outcomes have been really game-changing for me as well. So I end up doing um, less commitments but like heavily impacted commitments now. And so, um, you know, and I think, I think humans are productive for three to four hours a day and the rest of the time they're just distracted digitally. Yeah, like I'm productive. Like know your productive hours, guys. Like figure yeah. it out. Like in the yeah. morning, I can do something in a few hours that would normally take me triple the time in the afternoon. So right. after lunch, when I'm like least productive, that's maybe when I schedule some phone calls or maybe where I do some more monotonous tasks or I take a break and go to the lake and yeah. come back to things later on. And if my day is broken up, it's because I'm yeah. trying to be efficient and I'm still getting my lake time in and my play time and I'm trying to maximize when I'm productive. But, you know, that's, that's awesome. Like for the first four hours of my workday, very productive. And I try not to have meetings in those four hours unless I absolutely oh. have to. So, um, yeah, let's, let's, you know, I know we're taking, uh, what we call a summer winter break for a couple of weeks. Yeah. We're going so on I, a, we're going on a B squared vacation, a B squared vacation before we re- resume the season, as they say, a mid season finale. Um, so I've got a question for you yeah. digitally. Yeah. Um, you, you work with a lot of clients in the social digital space, uh, as do I, what's the one foresight digitally that you feel all brands have to embrace? Um, in this time of uncertainty 
you know, and, and I've been asked this question by so many different people, like, you know, tell us what your thoughts are on where we're going digitally in the social and economic space. And uh, I'm just curious where you've landed on this. I, I think it's a difficult question. So thanks for asking. And I think my answer is going to always be changing. But at this time, I think businesses yeah. have to provide an element of service or business or education online. There has to be that physical, if there's a physical business, there needs to be an online component because there is the talk of a second wave. And I think there also has to be transparency. How are you safe? How are you clean? How are you compliant? What are you doing to protect the public from COVID? What are Mm -hmm. you doing to protect your staff? And I think this is going to be, I mean, transparency is always really important, but I think a lot of businesses are going to have to be very clear on how they're doing these things, but also I think marketing channels are going to be filled with less fluff, less filler content, and it's going to be a lot more posting social media content with purpose and with intention. Yeah, meaningful content is, is I see, being a very important thing. I also think, um, <clears throat> you know, for me personally, even with my brand, you know, in the last few months, we've been producing a lot more content, but distribution has been key. You know, I've got, I'm, I'm fortunate because I've been recording all these podcasts. I've got, I've got a bed of content that I'm sharing with people. But the two things that have been, you know, really good is personalization of messaging and, and, and sending, you know, I'm, I'm, I find more engagement and return and results when I'm sending 50 WhatsApp messages to my best clients than, you know, me posting something on Facebook some days because it's really targeted to those people. So it's really allowed me to understand my audience a lot more and segment my audience and also really focus on distribution as well. And so I think businesses really, you know, there is sort of a three-step process and I think you've nailed it. Meaningful content and transparency is one of them. Targeted, you know, targeted messaging for certain people is another. And then the third aspect is, you know, having a distribution flow. And I think you're right. We don't know what we're walking into. We have no clue what the next few months are going to look like. But it's definitely been, you know, I'm starting to feel more appreciation for it. And I'm starting to feel a little bit more um, connected and and also okay with being, you know, disconnected. I think that's the, that's the the element that I'm sort of process. I've watched myself in the last 12 weeks and I feel like after all of this uncertainty, I'm okay with just being where we're at right now, you know? And, and I think that's it's, a good space. I think like we don't really have an option but to be where we are and mm-hmm. we have to move through those motions to be okay with it. And yeah. it's all about perspective and it's okay that you have hard days. And it's okay to have good days. And like, I'm yeah. okay with it because I've been living this way and I have a roof over my head and my husband and I are both healthy and we have a lot to be grateful for. And I try to focus on those things. I also think this has been a great time for me to catch up on projects and ideas. Like I'm not just chasing the next business high per se, right? I'm not yeah. just hopping on a plane for my next event. Like I, this is as long as I've been grounded. <laughs> and um, it's a grounding I, rec- I, I appreciate because it's been nice not having to drive up and down the highway to the airport. And it's actually allowed me to have meaningful moments at home and really find, find, find love in the places that I didn't like before and including just some business stuff. Right. Yeah. I think acceptance has been uh, a bit key. So, I mean, look, we're, you're, we're going vacation, I guess you're going vacation. I'm on, 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 you know, some time off as well. Um, Yeah. We got a month. We're probably going to come back in August. 
Yeah, I think August would be a good time to come back. Um, question for you. What are you reading, listening, watching right now, yeah. binge watching? Okay, so my favorite magazine is Fast Company. And right. whenever I have a subscription, I never seem to read them. But, so, but I always read them if I don't have a subscription. I buy them like at the right. airport or whatnot. Right. And we were shopping in Kamloops and I saw a Fast Company. So I bought one. And like, I just, I love it. I think I'm going to get a subscription again. Fast Company is just like, they put out great content on social media right. and their newsletters and their website. But like, I love their magazine. Like I read almost every single word written in there. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm subscribed to a lot of different newsletters, but right now I'm really enjoying Catster. It's a right. cat newsletter. <laughs> Do I you know. Have cats? I have two cats. I love cats. Uh, um, and I, I part of a mastermind. Dovetail um, is a, a community for um, entrepreneurs, women entrepreneurs, uh, women identifying entrepreneurs. And I'm on a right. mastermind with them. And last session, um, building a story brand was recommended to me. I bought it while we were having that conversation. It showed up, and I'm halfway through it. My vacation reads are business books because that's how nerdy I am. What about right. you? What are you listening to? What are you watching? What are you reading? Um, what are you singing? <laughs> So I'm catching up on uh, some Netflix shows right now. So I'm in between. Um, so Netflix had a partnership with Marvel Comics and they had these, um, these different characters like uh, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and all these other people. And then they sort of had a show where all of these superheroes came together. So I'm a bit of a, a comic book fan. And so that's sort of my, my nerd thing right now. I'm kind of going through all the, the shows. Yeah. Um, I'm reading the 5 a.m. Club, which was written by Robin Sharma, and um, some some really good insights about you know starting your morning early. and And I seem to still have the 4 or 5 a.m. trend where I wake up early and go to bed pretty early. Um, so I still get my hours of sleep, but I find that you know me waking up at five allows me to have a really productive day, and I can knock off around two or one or three depending on my day. So. Uh, I've been sort of been doing this rhythm. So this book's been really great because it validates what I'm doing, but more importantly, it gives me some insights and some practices of what I need to focus on as far as introspection is concerned. So it's been, um, been a good book. I'm probably about my second read now with this book and I'm probably about 150 pages in. So I'm absorbing it even more now. And is your next um, book you're going to read pulsing through my veins? That is on the list. Pulsing through my veins is on the list. I mean, you know, I, I've, I've, I've read five books. So I'm thinking that there's room for me even to start reading this book, you know, before we get back on our podcast. It's an so easy read. It'll take you a couple yeah. hours. We might have a, we might have a, a, a <gasps> oh my God, Bosco there's a deer. Segment. Oh my God, there's a deer. Look. Where's the deer? Oh, wow. Whoa. Very cool. Whoa. That, sorry. I'm in nature right now, guys. And if you're <laughs> listening, you didn't see that, but the deer was literally six feet away, like not COVID Look. safe. <laughs> live live on location the deer. live on location we, we, oh, had to, dear. we had to we had to like bring some friends in um <laughs> special and, guest and, nature <laughs> yeah i've been nerding out on this website called explodingtopics.com and yeah. uh, explodingtopics.com is what people emerging topics that come up that people are talking about so I learned something that in pandemic, there was a big trend for one day meals. And basically that's people doing intermittent fasting and then basically, you know, having one meal a day. And uh, another that's, big- How do you even do that? All I want to do is eat all day long. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was another one that was CBD gummies, which is a big trend. And so I, I did some research and found that there's a lot of people that are now selling CBD gummies. Oh, I don't sell them, but I take them. Yeah. So that's a big trend as well. And apparently there was a big trend there during the pandemic. So I'm learning a lot about um, 
certain trends that are coming from this website. And it's interesting because it tells you how many searches per month and what the growth percentage is for these terminologies. And then, you know, sometimes it's a book or it's a topic or sometimes it's a word that I didn't even know knew exist or an app. So yeah, explodingtopics.com. It's a Ooh. free resource. And nerding out on that. So, you know, as an advertiser, as a marketer, as a strategist, you know, I like to know what, what are the trends so that I stay hip and cool because, you know, people like us are old fogies when it comes to the digital space. So. Don't call me old. Well, I'm definitely old. I mean, you know, I would hate to be the guy that starts talking about MySpace in the world of Facebook and, you know, Twitter and everything else. So, yeah. Or High Five. Do you remember High Five and ICQ? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or the um, MSN Messenger days. Oh, that was an, that was. I loved ICQ. Thing. Me and my friends used to like get together and we would chat to strangers. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't think that's uh, COVID safe anymore. No, <laughs> Strange danger. No, no, it's not. Stranger danger. But you know what? This has been an awesome twelve episodes. Um, yeah. You know, if you're listening or watching, and the audio or the visuals were not awesome, it's because I'm on vacation. And Boston but that's will awesome. Be yeah it is awesome awesome on its own yeah and i think we've had more listeners as well we've had more people um subscribe to our podcast on itunes there's a lot of people that have sent me messages that we're surprised that we actually did this so the big topic right now is is uh, actually the words from from a friend of mine her name's jen went and she's in the social media space she said how do you have 12 episodes and you're not shouting at the top of your voice about your podcast? Yeah, so, I know. Everyone's like, you have a podcast? I'm like, it was accidental. Yeah, and, and so I'm like promoting my book, but now yeah. it's all about the podcast. Yes, right. And so I said to them, I said, it was just an experiment that turned into, hey, we actually got our podcast on iTunes. So um, yeah, lots to be proud of. And sometimes good things that are made out of love uh, requires more attention. So we'll spend the next few weeks spraying and praying and shouting out at the top of our voices about this particular uh, initiative and i wish you a very good break and i look forward to coming back with some crazy new content yeah and i look forward to um just learning more as much as i can going into summer is when i feel super inspired because i'm in nature more so i'm excited to come back on in august it'll be my 35th birthday munch munch (laughs) month munch munch Do you I'm celebrate a whole month in your birthday month? Do you have a birthday month? Um, or? Sometimes. I mean, I don't know. I'm going to Tofino. I'm going to go on a surf trip so I can be a beached nice. whale. Shane nice. surfs. But um, I'm just excited to come back online in August and just see where we're at. I'm, you know, the world's changing at such a crazy pace that we're going to have so much great content to talk about. I'm excited to hear, you know, what you're going to be going up to, what you're going to be up to. I'm excited to hear a review about my book. I'm excited to share what uh, evolutions have happened in my life. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I hope uh, maybe you catch some snow in your winter Australian adventure. (laughs) Yeah, I hope so too. But uh, I'm not holding my breath. And uh, if if not, I'll just, you know, do the same thing. Be a beached whale on a beach somewhere. Yeah, or just stick your head in a freezer, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) That works too. Anyways, thanks for listening. It's been another great episode. Peace out.